Welcome everybody to the Freedom Friday Hour on the Capel Radio Show. This is Miss Capel, and today's date is August. No, not it's July twenty second, twenty sixteen. But why did you say August just? Because now? I wrote down eight twenty two. I don't. I don't know why I wrote eight. Probably the Mandela thing. <laughs> I think it's the Mandela effect. I think you have Ooh, a memory. No, seriously, do you have a memory? The trouble I've seen. Nobody knows my sorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. I'm, I'm impressed. You're flabbergasted, and that's not easy to do. No. Ka-ching for Miss Kapow. No, you, flabber, you flabbered me. I like it. When you have no words, I, it's a good day. It's a amazing. day for a donut. Because <laughs> <laughs> all I do is... Tuk, 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 tuk. Today's show is called Earth in Crisis. Earth in Crisis. Not Christ's is, but crisis. Not ISIS, but crisis. Crisis. Okay, and we're going to talk about the Earth in crisis. I'm going to read you a little short, short article from Extinction Protocol that I thought was so apropos. But first, a message from our sponsor. No, no. But first, a scripture from our Kapow. That's right. Okay, I'm going to start off with Romans eight twenty two. That's where I got the eight. You see? Oh. There you have it. 822, so, 722. Here we go. That's awesome because it's Friday the 22nd. You put 822 Romans. See how clever I am? See how so clever? 822 goes with July 22. <laughs> it's not Mandela. It's not CERN. It's just Kapow. It's just Miss Kapow's <laughs> brain. Yeah. Wow. Which is pretty scary. <laughs> wow. No. But and then you sing that song. <laughs> okay. 822 says, For we know... That the whole congregation. Okay, what's start all over? I don't know. So you're like those. You know what? You are like those. um, Those ultra mind, MK ultra people, and then the 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 newscasters, and then they start going exactly. Satan's stealing the seed out of my brain as I speak. Yeah. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together unto now. And then I go over to Second Peter, and we start at. Chapter 3, starting at verse 7, and then it says, But the heavens and the earth, which are now, by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition and of ungodly men. Then go to verse 10 through 14, when it says, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat, the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat? Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace, without spot and blameless. You know, there's some people that think those passages there, like Peter, mm-hmm. just that he's not talking literal, like it's not literally going to melt away. Shame they, on them. 
Well, you talk, you know, like spiritual stuff like that. They actually think that. That actually, it's not verbatim, but that thought comes from Enoch. Right. Because in Enoch, it talks about, uh, and Enoch prophesied. He was the seventh from Adam, and he prophesied that that's how it's, God's told him how it's going to be. Yeah, he prophesied the flood, and he prophesied the end. Amen. In two different visions. Mm -hmm. Right in the first, uh, I don't know first couple of chapters but mm-hmm. i'm not sure about that but anyway he he did and so some people um you know they try to spiritualize that and everything but that it's gonna literally happen right literally happen how how, how, how do i how do i know that well because i kind of happen to believe what the word of god says huh. oh That's... count me crazy count me crazy yeah and yeah read the book of enoch don't read it do don't read, read it, read it. <laughs> no read it <laughs> Do read it if you get a chance. Okay. The Earth in Crisis. This is from the Extinction Protocol. So what I did is I took the name of the article, Earth in Crisis, and then I entitled this show Earth in Crisis because of this article. Well, aren't you clever? Yes. Took all the thinking out of it. Some guy already did it for me. I dig it. There you have it. Okay. Check this out. I'm not going to read about Barack Obama because I don't care. Should I should I, should I read the Barack Obama thing? Yeah, I guess I should. Don't oh. be mean. It is what it is. Okay. January 12th, 2016, in his final State of the Union address. Yay! Yeah, cool. Barack Obama, I was going to say Obozo, but it, Barack Obama delivered a solemn message to the world. He said, here's what he said. We live in a time of extraordinary change. And whether we like it or not, the pace of this change will only accelerate. Change is reshaping the way we live, the way we work, our planet, and our place in the world. Wow. If I had my eyes closed, I would think that he was here in this room. Oh, yeah. If you would come here and, and, and lick me, I taste like him, too. Tastes like chicken? <laughs> tastes like chicken. Barbecue chicken? Yeah, it tastes like rattlesnake. <laughs> Clever. Clever. Very it, it, see, okay. It's, yeah, okay. Kitching. Okay, so uh, that's a Bar- Barack Obama quote, which uh, was pretty good. <laughs> so, Earth crisis change is accelerating across the planet, Ms. Kapow. It's true. Archaic institutions are vying for control. What, which, 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 which archaic institutions are you talking about? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Pope. Do tell. Do tell. I think he's talking about Catholicism, the Pope, the one world religion. That's what I think. Okay. Desperately clinching to old paradigms of order that are becoming increasingly more irrelevant in a world that is now shifting and changing almost daily. It's true. Mm-hmm. The list of nation states that are now failing is growing. Global debt is increasing. Mm-hmm. Nations are secretly and openly preparing for war. Mm-hmm. Financial institutions are in negative interest rate territory. Even as the stock market is skyrocketing, not because of basic economic fundamentals, but because of the overzealous financial actions and policies enacted by central banks to monetize debt. Mm-hmm. Radicalized Islamic fundamentalism has accelerated its war of terror across the West, thinking the long prophesied Armageddon is near. Mm-hmm. The violence against civilians will only worsen from here. The attacks in our cities will only become more frequent and numerous. Population stress factors like disease, 
multiculturalism, economic downturns, civil war, terrorism, climate change, and geological disasters, and stagnant food production will continue to unsettle societies across the planet as global order continues to erode and solutions to the world's worsening dilemma become scarce. We are witnessing unprecedented change to the world in our lifetimes, and that revolutionary change is only just the beginning. We are rapidly approaching the access in human history that we have all known about but dreaded. The next six months could prove extremely challenging for some nation states. It is strongly suggested that you prepare yourself for any eventualities that could arise from this change. Remember, the only people who fear the future are those who are unprepared for it. Stay informed. So I read that because, well, that's what we've been talking about here for quite a while. Last week's show, that was the message of it. Mm -hmm. It's changed. It's different. Last week's show was the 14th Baktum. And uh, we talked about that new age, the return of the gods. Things are just different. Warning people. Just mm-hmm. you can you can hide and ignore it if you want. Um, some of this stuff is bound to affect you. Yeah, probably best ignoring to kind of, it. Mean doesn't mean it's going to go away or yeah, affect you. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's like a bad pimple on my nose. Oh yeah. Mm. It's like right out there. Well, my nose is already large, so if I get a pimple on my nose, it's like <laughs> way out there. I mean, it's embarrassing. Uh, well, anyways, as you were reading, I was jotting down some things that I heard, and there's seven things: debt, war, Islam, terror, violence, disease, global disasters, and famine. Wow, that doesn't make a happy song. It does. It doesn't make a happy Christians or a country song, does it? No. Uh. Uh-uh. I'm in the process, uh, I don't think people know this, but I'm in the process of writing a, a major country song, a major hit um, that many of the country artists are vying for. Um, it's called um, If Jesus Were a Golf Ball. <laughs> well, it's true. Every time we're driving around, we live in a golf community. I think people, I don't know if people know that or not. I think they do. We're, our, the community we live in, is it's interwoven with a golf course and it's very beautiful here, but it's amazing because it'll be 108 degrees outside. Seriously, seriously, I'm not. We're I not know. lying. No, mm-hmm. 108, maybe 110 degrees outside, and there's always a group of people chasing that white ball. Yeah, and they do. It's crazy, and it's like, wow! If Jesus were a golf ball, <laughs> uh, the whole world would be saved. It's amazing. <laughs> so I'd make a good country song. Uh huh. Go like Cl- this. Clever, clever. If clever. Jesus were a golf ball, I'd chase him across the lawn. <laughs> Jesus were a golf ball, all the demons were be gone. <laughs> good drums. I hear sound effects. That's <laughs> good. Good drums. Okay. Uh, let's see. This is another really disturbing uh, article, because I know that's what you guys like, disturbing stuff. Because you're sick. Because you're sick. <laughs> this is from USA Today. Today. Not from tomorrow, but from USA Today. Today. It's called From Orlando to Nice, One Month of Madness. It was written July 15th, July 15th, right? That's right. just a few days ago. 
About seven days. Seven days ago. Turn. When this... There's a lot of sevens today. Yeah, I know. Wow. Wow. When this came out, when it was published on July 15th, already two more major incidents, two more major yeah. incidents had occurred after this article was written. Mm-hmm. That's how much stuff is going on. I know. So we'll get it, we'll add those other two incidents. So you can just kind of see in a nutshell the madness. The madness, yeah. This is called from Orlando to Nice, one month of madness. And when I read this, folks, I was taken back on my heels because I realized that within a 30, 32 day period, something like that, tons of international crazy stuff has happened Mm -hmm. and we all know why we all oh we did this it's the summer of madness it's illuminati it's the sea whatever it but the fact is it's happened yes amen it's amazing and it goes well with the article i just wrote uh, read about the earth in crisis Mm -hmm. okay so shall i begin you shall has our world come off its wills, Miss Kapow? Yep. On Sunday, June 12th, we awoke to news of a massacre at a gay nightclub in Orlando. When a gunman walked into the club's Latin night, armed with a semi-automatic and a handgun and began spraying bullets across the dance floor, 49 people would die and more than 50 would be injured. Mm. Dramatic video showed terrified club goers huddled inside bathroom stalls, hiding from the gunman who would periodically text and post on Facebook during a three-hour reign of terror. Mm. Orlando became the worst mass shooting by a single gunman in U.S. history. That's an important statement. That is. In U.S. history. Something so horrific that we knew it would take weeks and months to process and heal, right? Right. I mean, it's going to take a long time to get your head around what happened, Mm -hmm. but... Nay, nay. Mm-mm. You don't have time. No. You don't have time today to even think about this stuff because tremors from Orlando had barely subsided when another scene of carnage raced across screens from one of the world's busiest airports about two weeks later. Three terrorists armed with bombs and guns killed 41 people and injured more than 100 in an assault at Istanbul. Alaturk Airport in Turkey. Let me stop there. When I read this part, I went, wow, I, f- I had already forgotten about that. Yeah. I had already forgotten about that. And I was watching it live on news. But that's how much stuff has, has happened. Sure. Videos from inside the airport were unnerving. People tearing across the terminals in panic. Victims staggering and falling on a blood-soaked floor. Now, a week later, one week later, our world was rocked again, this time by a cell phone video of a white popo raising his gun and firing into the chest of Alton Sterling, a 37-year-old dude outside a convenience store in Baton Rouge, L.A., right? That had an effect on a lot of people. What? One day later after that, another shocking video was broadcast on Facebook Live. This girlfriend of Philandro Castile... Right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And those of you, probably most of you have seen that video where she calmly explains how her boyfriend was just shot by the police during a traffic stop, right? Mm-hmm. So this, I mean, back to back shows this kind of craziness on social media. Mm-hmm. But the shocking stretch was not done yet, Miss Powell. Nope. The very next night, this is amazing. The very next night, we watched as a sniper in Dallas sent ripples of panic through a crowd that was peacefully protesting police brutality. And video showed the gunman sheltering behind a building column at El Central College, then firing on officers point black, blank. Five cops were killed. Eleven other people were injured. It would be the deadliest day for law enforcement since 9-11. Once again, this is something else I was watching live. Mm-hmm. I saw that footage when they when um, they showed that little guy hiding behind the column, columns and jumping out and shooting that other guy, and I, I, we didn't know who it was or what it was. If it was a cop or SWAT guy, we had no idea, and it was horrific to watch this. And yet, just think how how fast paced this stuff was coming down. I mean, okay, now we go back to Orlando. You can't even that's out of your head now. Or the airport's out of your head now after this, right? Mm -hmm. Once again, unprecedented, deadliest day for law enforcement since 9-11. Of course, those cops died rushing into burning buildings uh, that our government uh, tore down. That's right. And now we have Nice. See, at the time that this article was written, it ended at Nice, where a festive celebration of Bastille Day along with the banks of the French Riviera turned into a bloodbath when a dude in a truck drove through the crowd along a promenade killing 84 mm-hmm. and injuring hundreds. It's a bloodbath, man. Another Islamic terrorist attack. Right. What can we say about a world in which its atrocities are broadcast up close and personal at rapid fire speed? We barely have time to register one tragedy when another one, dripping in all its horror, smacks us head on. Now, here is the fascinating thing about this article. Like I said, that was written on the 15th. He ends at Nice and saying, can you believe 30 days of what we had? Yeah. But right after this article was published, like I'm talking that night, yeah. And the next day, you see live on television a military or, quote unquote, an attempted military coup in Turkey. I know it. Whether it was staged or not, who knows? But what you see are tanks on the street of Turkey and a nation. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was unbelievable. It was what in the world is happening here and then the other thing that happened right after that are the three cops who got killed in Baton Rouge wow by another killer I mean day after day after day and so here we are on the 22nd by the time you hear this who knows what's going to happen in those Mm -hmm. next couple of days because yes, this show is pre-recorded. Yeah. 
So I, I who knows by the time they the listeners so hear far, Freedom Friday, from everything that you've read is about uh, uh, over 180 people that have died. Wow. I mean, that's a lot in one month. Yes, in one month. That's a lot of bloodshed, and it's violent. Or in 30 days, wherever you want to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's within a 30, 35-day frame. And um, seriously, you know, we're, we're pre-recording this show, and by the time you hear it, there could be another one or two things happening. Mm-hmm. You know? We don't know what's going on at the uh, RNC. It looks like they've, they've the, the Republican um, National Convention, it looks like they have things under control for right now. But um, by the time you hear this, that convention will be over. Right now, as I'm talking, it's not over. So we don't know what's going to happen then. Mm-mm. So it's going to be kind of eerie when you hear my voice, and then you go, holy cow, this has happened since then. Yeah. Let's see. It's interesting. If we took like 180, just say for numbers, mm-hmm. and divided by 30, that's like six, six deaths a day. Wow. Six 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 six. Just about, yeah, between five and six people a day. That's amazing. That's amazing. It's such violence, such craziness. It's it's the world is absolutely derailed, and it's not it's not going to calm down. It's absolutely insane. Okay, let's take a short break. Unless you have some other numbers. Mm, Let's take a short break and we'll be back because I want to talk about this. Um, these people, these crazy lunatics who think they want to back up human DNA. Like, you know how you back up your hard drive? Mm-hmm. They want to back up human DNA, DNA in the cloud in space. In the cloud. Yeah. And it's goofy. And so then if you take that in context with the stories we just talked about, the Earth in Crisis and the One Month of Madness, do we really... Want to back up human human DNA for <laughs> in case in case our species becomes extinct mm-hmm. that we can revive it? No. no, no. And folks, you might go, "Oh, that's not Christian of you to say," or whatever. This is my opinion. This isn't the Bible. This isn't Jesus talking. This isn't the love of Christ coming through me. This is Paul's personal opinion. I think the human race is a failed, fallen experiment, and it's time to end it. And, and because that's not what don't get me wrong this this flesh body we're in is not the way God created mankind Mm-mm. as spiritual beings this is the way he did it this is the result of the fall mm-hmm. and that fallen experiment has failed right and it's in my opinion it's time to end it you you can't have this creature continue on well, this is the reason why Jesus died for our sins, mm-hmm. to save us from this, to save us from this mastication, this cancer. Yes. You know? And to redeem us to eternal life, to return us, to restore us. That's what redeem is, to restore us to that relationship we had with the Father mm-hmm. as, 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 as creator in the very beginning. Because if he didn't save us, this is our future. But this is what we would be become too, because we wouldn't have hope. Mm-mm. Absolutely, this you know is mean? what all mankind would be. There would be no salvation. There'd be no hope. Oh yeah, you just might as well go and join it because sure. you have to be an animal like the rest of the animals to survive. Exactly, it's Darwinism. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, but, you read the Old Testament. That's what happened to a lot of the Hebrews. They were eating their children, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, yeah, under sieges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, under several sieges, seven twenty one B.C. and five eighty six B.C. Also A.D. seventy, they actually ate their their kids. So you turn on one another. You become an animal. Love grows cold. Stuff. Absolutely. So that's uh, my opinion. This species, it's in my, it's it's over. You know, the experiment's over. It's not going to get better. But we have a graceful God. Mm-hmm. He's loving and he's patient, and he wishes that none would perish. That's right. Okay. So I think um, we're all fortunate that he's God, and people like Amen. me aren't. Yep. Okay, because I was once lost too, and good thing he didn't destroy the planet before I got redeemed. That's right. Right? So, got to think of it that way, Mr. Pow. Got to think of it that way. But there is a demarcation line. There is. There is a time when that window fully closes. There has to be, or else it would just keep going on forever. There is the day of the Lord. Exactly. And it's what you read in Peter. Mm-hmm. And if that wasn't true, if there wasn't a demarcation line, then there's no sense in even writing stuff like that mm-hmm. by inspiration, right? That's right. All right. Uh, let's take a commercial break. We'll be right back, and we're going to talk about DNA in space. I don't know what all this fuss is about, about these penciling. I think the scientists are doing a great job. Clueless? In the dark? Uh, I think the government's doing a good job. Have no idea what is really going on? I have an app for that. Kapow Radio Show app for iPhone and iPad. Kapow Radio Show app for Android. Get the app. Get a clue. Hey, Vinny. I love politicians. I think they've got my best interest in mind. Get the app. Get a clue. FifthHookMedia.com Okay, we are back (laughs) from the commercial break. FifthHookMedia.com FifthHookMedia.com We have an app. It's free. Most of you know it. I think that's the way you're listening to it. It's a Spreaker app. So it ties right into the Spreaker broadcast from Spreaker Radio. But uh, we're also on iTunes, and that's free. We're on iTunes twice, both from Spreaker and from Blog Talk Radio. So both under the same name, Kapow Radio. Don't ask me. It's repetitive, but we're on there twice. Two different companies, two different hosts for the Kapow Radio Show that overlap. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, this is from The Express. And do you know, Ms. Kapow, mm. it's the home of the Daily and Sunday Express? No. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Human DNA sent into space to back up species so we're never extinct. Now, that headline's not really true because they haven't done it yet. Yeah. But so I don't know why they wrote then who's, it. Who's who's left to get those species? I who knows you because know if the human race is extinct, yeah. But the DNA is floating around in a cloud somewhere in space, and it's um, discovered by aliens, then they can um, revive the human race, so we can just like do this nonsense all over again. Mm. I guess scary. It's a revolutionary project is in the pipeline, which will see scientists send human DNA to other star systems as a backup for the human species. Once again, 
that's a little misleading because the article, the science, some scientists have given approval of this. Of course. But it's not necessarily scientists who are trying to get this project off the ground. It's, um, they're yeah. trying to like uh, fund source this. They're kind of doing what um, Rob Skiba does and a lot of these Christian guys that's do. Right. They like to raise money for a project that never comes to fruition. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we didn't get enough money to read. But they they kept the $80,000. Yeah, because the goal was a hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, Ripping yes, folks, off. we're going to build a capacity of light up here in Mesquite, Nevada, and we want you to all be partners with us as we build a city of light. We need four million dollars. We're only four million dollars away from reaching the goals that God has set before us. <laughs> oh yeah, that's my, that's my my evil laugh. <laughs> that is an evil laugh. As fears mount, of course they mount, and part of the mounting of the, of the fear process. Well, they feed off of that. Yeah. As fears mount, the humanity's time on Earth is limited. Scientists are making contingency plans by setting up a cosmic cloud of human data. Data. Is that stupid? Is it data or is it data or datum? Data. Is it data or datum? What's the plural? Datum. No, data. Okay. As it stands, experts neither have the technological capability or the knowledge of how to mass transfer the human race to a nearby habitable planet. With the closest one being about 14 light years away, Mm. right? Mm. This is why, Ms. Capel, this Uh is why. Here's the reason. Some are looking at the possibility of using the universe... Right? Mm-hmm. As a sort of cosmic cloud. It's just like iTunes. It's just like Apple. It's just you put all your data somewhere in a cloud. Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? Maybe there'll be an app for that. Like you could just like put your Oh, there'd definitely be an app. Yeah. Yeah. A DNA cloud app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though you put stuff on the cloud, I, I don't know. I can never figure out how to get it back. I mean, where does it go? I don't know. What if what it go? I really don't know. Yeah, what does it really mean to be in the cloud? I don't know. Right? The sky somewhere, Mm -hmm. some satellite. But how do you get it back? I know. Who has the controls? Mm -hmm. Who has the remote? Exactly. Who has the drone? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those are are deep philosophical questions, Ms. Kapow. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, they want to back up human data of the human race for when we do meet our inevitable end. So even these people think it's going to be over here, not too long. So it's a project called Voices of Humanity. Sounds it sounds pretty benign, huh? Mm-hmm. Voices of Humanity. It would send data. It would send messages and even DNA into space using laser-propelled spacecraft. Where quote. Your data will live forever in the universe. You will be immortalized, according to the Kickstarter page. Well, then I'm starting to say, well, wait a minute. At first, you're talking about like sending data and DNA into space for all of humanity. But now I'm understanding, no, you want money to start this project going on to buy a laser rocket so people can send their individual stuff up. Mm-hmm. And be immortalized. Right. <laughs> you want to live forever? Give me some money. 
and we'll shoot you up in the space. <laughs> this is so stupid. And people go, huh? They can That's do a that? good idea. I want to live. I want to be immortalized. <laughs> if if someone does this, you're the last. They're, they're the last people that you want immortalized, right? The team is hoping to initially raise, here it is, $30,000, just initially. And that's to launch computer chips full of images and data into low Earth orbit. This is low Earth orbit. This ain't even deep outer (laughs) space. By 2017, with more distant, with more distant missions such as the moon and Mars in the future. Okay. Okay? So all they need is 30 grand right now. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about donating. Once they have reached $100,000, here's what they say, quote, we will be able to build a sophisticated ground-based laser and robotic telescope that would allow your data to be optionally transmitted via laser to the target of your choice in space. Look at, look at. People don't even know how to order sandwiches, much less that. I know. Look, let me tell you something. I'm no space expert by any stretch of the imagination at all. But I know that it's going to take a whole lot more than $100,000 to build a robotic laser-based telescope that would shoot data into outer space somewhere. hundred grand is not that much money. I think they're use, they're using used products, <laughs> cheap Chinese laser telescopes. There you go. I think it's a good deal. It's a good deal. I mean, if they said they were trying to raise one point three billion dollars to build this ground based telescope, does it would sound more realistic? A hundred grand? Yeah, I know. There's people driving cars, cars more expensive than that. Yeah. You can't you can't buy a brand new RV for that. Mm-mm. And they're going to shoot lasers out in space and put your uh, DNA in? Come this, on. This is a ripoff. <laughs> Human voices is a ripoff. Come on. It's just like, they're just like Rob Skiba and the rest of them. Mm-hmm. It probably is Rob behind this. Yeah. He's, him and his flat earth and his, uh, I guess he's a, a Hebraic roots guy too. Oh yeah. Just add just add this nutty stuff to it. He's a Mandela effect guy, probably. Just just add this to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, those behind the plans say we will then be able to beam you up, beam me quote up, unquote. Scotty? Yeah, and here's how they're going to do it: by encoding and sending your data to the stars, so you will travel at the speed of light into the universe. That is the stupidest thing I have read since. Since the last story. No. Since, yeah, since, yeah, this morning. I mean, come on. For a hundred grand, in both cases, we will be able to back up humanity using the universe as our cloud with your images, your pictures, your text, your tweets, your video, your DNA. Really? Yeah. I want Miley Cyrus's text and tweets up in Mars. I want her representing the human race. <laughs> I want Kim Kardashian's images on Saturn. I hope not. I think her butt's too big. Yeah. It'll block everything. Esteemed scientists have given their backing to the project. 
Clever. Esteemed <laughs> scientist. <laughs> yeah, my name is Oswald Schumpotz. I'm a scientist. I work here at Gar High School in Cerritos, California, and I give my full endorsement <laughs> to shooting a $100,000 laser into the sky for humanity's future ongoing process. Okay. It's stupid. Here, here's, here's one scientist. He's NASA's. Okay, so if he works for NASA, he has to be bright. Philip Lubin, and he's also working on Stephen Hawking's breakthrough Starshot project, which will also be using similar laser-propelled spacecraft. I bet you anything, the one that Philip is working on with... Probably more expensive, you think? Yes, Stephen Hawking's. I bet you it's probably a little more, little more money and a little more realistic. Mm-hmm. Okay, Professor Lubin told Space.com, quote, We sometimes use the phrase, we want to back up humanity, which is not a joke. We want to do this. Personally, I would like to send out a blueprint for life on Earth on how to reconstruct us, how to make us. He says, everything required to have a do-it-yourself, build-humanity project. And because he said that, Right, because mm-hmm. he's working with Stephen Hawking's. These people then say that they're backed up by scientists. Mm-hmm. Esteemed scientists have given their backing to the project. They have not given their backing to Voices of Humanity's project. Nope. They've given their backing to Stephen Hawking's Starshot project. That's right. What a bunch of lying. Mm-hmm. My goodness. But behind all of that fluff is a very scary thing that Professor Lubin is saying. That he wants to back up humanity, a blueprint for life on Earth that would show something. What, what else would it be? It wouldn't be human. It would be an alien. How to reconstruct humans. How to make us. How to do it yourself. Build humanity project. Are you Are you out of your freaking mind? <laughs> you know, why, why don't they just okay, all these nutbuckers believe in evolution, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't they just take a salamander, shoot it up in space, and then an alien can find a salamander, take the salamander or a one-cell thing, and then uh, evolve the human race again. Let's do that. Instead of tweets. You should be on the board. <laughs> I should be. It lasts like five minutes. You're fired. I think you have very good ideas. I'm going to give you a very good reason, Ms. Kapow. <laughs> a very good reason why it would be a very, very bad idea to shoot human DNA into the universe cloud so that the failed human experiment could live on. Could live on. This is from St. Louis. Mm. Can anything good come from St. Louis? Nothing. Aw, I don't think so. Ribs. I think they got good ribs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, What else? Jazz. Songs. They got good jazz. Music. Um, Food. Barbecue. St. Louis. Okay, okay. We'll keep St. Louis. But not this girl. No. Girl. 
Yeah, thirteen-year-old girl. Thirteen-year-old yeah. demon-possessed girl surrenders in double shooting at Bella Fontaine neighbor's beauty supply store. No, it's very important that you remember her age, 13. 13 years old. She's a child, right? Sophisticated of the animal. Here's what happened. A 13-year-old girl suspected of shooting and critically wounding a couple in their 70s during a beauty supply store robbery has surrendered to police on Wednesday. In the neighborhood, the girl showed up at the St. Louis County Police Department's North County Precinct and um, said he was told that the girl's family took her into the station. She was wanted in connection with Tuesday afternoon's double shooting at the beauty supply store. The critically injured man and woman who live in O'Fallon, Missouri, were being treated at the hospital. They were in critical condition, by the way. In fact, they thought the woman had died, but that was wrong information. The couple were shot after 4 p.m. Tuesday inside the store. During the day. During the day. They are the store owner's parents who frequently worked at the store. Okay? They're in their 70s. They're Korean, by the way. Their kids own the store. They were working on it. We're working there, little Korean couple, 70s. Witnesses saw the girl run from the store carrying a pistol. Um, A spokeshole said early Wednesday that he had been told by the hospital that the woman had died overnight, but that was not correct. She's still in critical condition. The police knew the identity of the girl, uh, who they were calling a person of interest, obviously. And she gave police a fictitious name earlier in the day when they talked to her about an earlier disturbance at the store. They sent her on her way, however, because the store's owner didn't want to press charges. Mistake right there. Mm-hmm. When the shooting happened, it was actually the girl's third time, third time in the store in a six or eight hour period that day. See? She'd been coming in and out and stealing and acting like the animal she was. Can't pick stupid. No, you can't. Can't pick stupid. No. Earlier in the day, the girl and another juvenile went to the business and stole some items. Right? Right there, they're lawless. They have, they're out of control. They mm-hmm. don't care. They're not productive members of society. Believed to be hair extensions. Hair extensions. Mm-hmm. And the couple got the items back and kicked the girls out warning them to stay away they did not report the shoplifting to police see well probably the reason is is nothing happens Mm -hmm. the cops probably come like six hours later and what do you have they don't really do bad because they're little you know Mm -hmm. it's it's St. Louis later the girls returned to the store and the couple called police reporting a disturbance so they're in there acting like a bunch of animals Police finally came. They spotted the girls in an adjacent parking lot, took one of the girls into custody on a previous warrant. The other girl was released on a formal warning for trespassing. You don't do this again, young lady. Mm-hmm. With the couple's approval, what the spokeshole said. You can see how they're trying to like not get sued. Mm-hmm. But the couple said, did you live with the couple? Right? Yep. The couple in the store are Korean, don't speak much English. So police spoke on the phone with the daughter, the store owner who told them what her parents had reported. Police believe that the girl who was released on a warning 
then later returned to the store and shot the couple. Hmm. A witness saw her enter the store, then less than a minute later came running out after swinging, she's swinging in her right hand a revolver as she ran. She was last seen in the area carrying a pistol and items, probably her hair extensions, Mm -hmm. believed taken from the store. And then she was running to the neighborhood. Multiple people called 9-11, including an employee of a neighboring business who went to check on the couple and discovered them wounded. Uh, there's a grainy photo of her, too, on the uh, on our Facebook page on this article. And normally they don't, you know, the police don't release a photo of a juvenile. No, but they did this time. Yeah, because she was wanted as a suspect. Mm-hmm. They can see her. Police uh, worked overnight to find her. Uh, They went to her last address. No one answered. But a neighbor told the police the mother had sent the daughter to live with the girl's father for the summer, said she was fed up with the girl's behavior. There you have it. The girl turned herself in late Wednesday, along with three aunties and her father. She was in custody of juvenile authorities. The spokeshole said the same family has run the beauty supply store for... 10 years there, at least 10 years. A family friend of the couple is stepping up to try and help her friends. Uh, She's trying to raise money to help the couple. She said the beauty supply Mm -hmm. store won't be open for a while, so the donations will help the family with medical bills and additional financial support. They've had a lot of hardships in the past, but wouldn't elaborate. They're very sweet people. They didn't deserve this. Uh, Lim said her family's in the beauty supply business and she goes to the same church as the injured couple. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. And that, my friend, a 13-year-old girl in there stealing hair extensions, getting kicked out three times, Mm -hmm. goes back with a pistol and shoots two elderly people. Mm Mm-hmm. See, there's something wrong with her. I mean, even her parents. Oh, yeah. Can't deal with her. And that's the reason you can't send human DNA up in space to be reconstructed. Yeah. It's a fallen world. I know I sound harsh. No, you're realistic. Okay. Our last and final story is one of my favorite segments. It's from the desk of file under, you can't fix stupid. Mm -mm. File this under, you can't fix stupid. A woman stabs her husband, and I don't blame her. I don't blame her. But she stabs her husband during a donut dispute. Well, there could be some uh, validity here. Yeah, you don't. You know how I feel about my pancakes. And chocolate. Pancakes. Pancakes are like... You don't want to mess with a woman's sweet tooth. (laughs) Men, listen up. Let this be a lesson to you. (laughs) It's better to go live in a room all by yourself with a cup of beans than to live with a caravanous woman who loves chocolate. That's a proverb, you know. (laughs) July 20th. (laughs) The Paul Ryan version. It is. Go ahead. An Indiana woman stabbed her husband in the chest with a grill fork. A grill fork. Something that he uses. Something, you know, 
barbecue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tastes like chicken. Mm-hmm. After he returned home without her favorite donuts. Get this. It's not that he didn't return home with donuts. They weren't her favorite donuts. Exactly. This Big. could be a really bad craving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, this this is something. Now, if I was doing it like a marriage seminar, like you and I were like trying to teach people about successful marriage, this would be a good story. This would be very good for story. the men. Yeah, just men. You have to you have to understand this. There's certain things you don't mess with. According to a police report, Timothy Nelson, poor guy. I'm a good husband. I'll go and get donuts for you, sweetheart. I love you. I love you so much. Poor Timothy, the lapdog husband, went to get donuts for his lovely wife. I love you so much. I get you donuts. Friday morning at a store near the couple's home in New Albany. Right? About six miles from Louisville. Sounds good. But the store, uh uh-oh, did not have the type she normally gets. See? And here's where a man has the dilemma. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he's like, dang, they don't have mama's favorite stuff. Yeah. Whether it be a donut men, whether it be um, uh, Starbucks, mm-hmm. whether it be the favorite color. Winchell's. Winchell, it could be anything. But when mama says, I want a fill in the blank, mm-hmm. a dark chocolate from Godiva, and you go to the store and they don't have dark chocolate from Godiva, but they have milk chocolate from Hershey's. Yeah. The man brain then kicks in and goes, what's the difference? Exactly. And here lies the problem. Right. Because to the woman brain, there's a difference. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a huge difference. That's why she was specific when she ordered that donut. Yes. Yes. This. But Timothy, he was thinking on the fly here. I know. I'm feeling fear for him. Yes. He was thinking on the fly here. So, <laughs> Timothy returned home. Oh, gosh. I, I hate to even read this part. Mm-hmm. Without the donuts. Oh, he didn't even bring any donuts. <gasps> That's Good a double bet. At least if he would have brought something and said. Yeah, she would have gotten angry, but, you know, mm-hmm. at least she had something. Mom, but not to bring hurt. anything home. That was dumb. No. That was dumb. That's man, that's man failure right there. Yeah. Yeah, See, yeah, yeah. another reason why Timothy's DNA can't go up the space. <laughs> he's not good at husband. Yeah, it's not husband material. No. Uh-uh. no. Can't no. fix stupid. <laughs> no, you can't fix stupid. Timothy, no. So, at least, I mean, men who know this would have said, no dark oh, yeah. chocolate Godiva, but only Hershey's milk. What do I do? I can hear men, you know, yeah. just... So, so they cringing. Yeah, the thing you have to, I'll tell you, the the answer is you have to scour the store. Maybe you have to go to two stores or have a dozen stores. It don't matter. Exactly. Find a Godiva. If you can't, find some dark chocolate. Find a compromise, okay? Or don't come home. Or don't come home at all. (laughs) Yeah, don't come home. Get in your little pickup truck, head towards New Mexico, find a mesa up there, and go live the rest of your life because, brother, uh uh. So you find some kind of milk chocolate. You find some compromise. Read Trump's art of negotiation. You'll learn all this stuff. And uh, and you find this. And then you come home and you beg. And you go, Mama, Mama Cita, I love you so much. Mm-hmm. I love you so much. I couldn't find Godiva, but I found you the dark chocolate. I went all over, but I love you, please. You know? Yeah. Do that. And you might... Maybe yeah, show some effort. Wait. You know, there might be some leniency there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you tried. Mm-hmm. You're so sweet. You tried. You know? Mm-hmm. Right? So, but no, not 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 Timothy. Not Timothy. 
Um, so he comes home without the donuts. The article says this did not sit well with his wife, Michelle. 37. 37 years old. See, so there's a lot of hormonal things going on. Yeah, she's been around long enough to be burned mm-hmm. a couple times by, you know, man guys. Uh, she was upset that her spouse, uh, quote, this is a quote, did not know what else she liked after being together for several years. Oh, see? There's a lot right there. There's a lot right there. This has nothing to do with donuts. No. no this no. has everything to do with him not listening to her. <laughs> Am I right? This has everything with him not listening to her. He's okay. been with her for several years. He has no idea what... It's like, okay, if, the, if, her, if her chocolate curlers weren't there, her second favorite would be... The, the lemon crusted croissant. Exactly. She, she would have been happy with yes. that. Yes. But no, no, he didn't know. He couldn't make the decision because he he, though she's told him dozens of times, though he's witnessed it at the breakfast table, though he's been there, he wasn't listening. No, those words were just coming off his eardrums. <laughs> All he heard was this. <laughs> And he was just going, tuk, 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 tuk. Tuk, tuk, tuk. Okay, so then a heated argument over a secondary donut choices. Donut. <laughs> I got choices and donut. I know. Bad combo. A heated argument over secondary donut choices followed. Now, poor Timothy, he sought to leave the residence. Yeah, now. Now he wants to go to New Mexico, find yeah. the Mesa. Too late. Get in a tent. All right? Mm, too late. Okay, I'm going to tell you something, men. I'm going to stop right here. I'm going to tell you something. Okay, this is just for the men, okay? Women don't listen to this. Just for the men. <laughs> until robots, <laughs> until robots come to the place where they can, you know what I mean, be wives, <laughs> you got you to gotta know what kind of donuts you like. <laughs> a robot, it don't matter. A robot, you go, hey, the robots don't even eat donuts. <laughs> Watch those Japanese that make the robots. They'll yeah. probably they'll probably put Insert that in. something. Yeah, because what they'll do they'll, those those computer chips will learn. Oh yeah, they'll learn from interacting, and then pretty soon the robot was like, "Oh, I love you so much, Timothy. I love you. Anything you do is right." And then after a while, it'd be like, "Timothy, mm-hmm. what kind of computer chip is this? This ain't my favorite chip." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can't reboot her. No, you can't reboot them when they're mad, especially because they're female. Scientists. Uh, oh, those are the ones. You see, you you're just have... thinking male scientist. I'm thinking robot dog now. Yeah, robot dogs would be good. Well, I don't know. Your dogs are pretty nasty too. When you well, come back be. with the treats, yeah, they are. Look uh, at they just stirred up. Yeah, Treat. Yeah. <laughs> They're looking with those devilish eyes uh, that they have. Okay, so Michelle blocked the door and wouldn't let poor Timothy leave. <laughs> And during the scuffle, Michelle, this is a quote, she, quote, lunched back at him. She had a grill fork in her hand, and the grill fork stuck in Timothy's chest. It's not funny. She just went, what? You're not leaving, donut boy, and just filleted this guy. Now, check this out. After pulling the fork from his chest, he fled the home, and then... Like a lovely wife that Michelle is, she follows him while still yelling at him. There's rage here. There's a definite rage. 
<laughs> She's probably mad at him for getting blood all over the <laughs> carpet or something. So, yeah, she's she's in rage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's 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 some deeper issues in this relationship <laughs> yeah. than just the donut. But this is how it comes to fruition. They need a it's reader book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Big time. Now, when cops arrived on the scene, they found Timothy sitting against a tree, <laughs> quote unquote, applying pressure to the puncture wound on his right chest. His T-shirt and jeans were soaked with blood. He was then transported to, by ambulance to a local hospital. I can see. I have a visual here. <laughs> anyway, we did the donut. I don't think so, he's very bright. No, okay, think, I'm just well, saying. Once again, my dear, you can't send DM. <laughs> It's it's a stupid idea. Whether whether it's human voices or Stephen Hawking, you can't send human DNA in space so aliens could then rebuild the failed human race. This is the part of the fallen world. You think honestly? You think God made humans like this? You think God made humans so they would do stuff like this? No. Because like, oh, I'm really proud of my creatures. Oh, come no. on. No. 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 Really, really. So Michelle Nelson was charged with aggravated battery, which is a felony, and uh, she's being held in lieu of $75,000 bond. Now, here's the kicker. The new Albany Police Department report does not identify Michelle Nelson's favorite donut or her preferred fallback option. <laughs> It should be in the report. It should. It should you know, for I mean? the next guy <laughs> who might cross paths with this one. Exactly. It'll be on record. Yeah. She likes these two. She likes these. <laughs> she likes these. Okay. That's pretty sad. Yeah. Now, Miss about like, say you're at a restaurant, and I know you like taco salads. Sure. They don't have a taco salad with refried beans in it. Mm-hmm. What would be your fallback option? Well, see, if you don't know, how would I know? <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. It depends on what restaurant. Oh, you can't complicate things. Well, they have all different things there. Okay, what if you send me out and go, honey, I'm hungry. I'm going taco salad. So I go out and I go, oh, they don't have taco salad. Well, you know what? If I sent you out for chocolate, get anything dark chocolate, but nothing like um, with stuff in it. I don't like creams and stuff like that. Just plain dark chocolate. I know that you don't like the, the, the green mint stuff. Oh, no. I don't like creams. No. How about like nuts? Could you do like almonds? Oh, I like nuts. Oh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay. Well, see, I already knew that because I used that as an example. So, <laughs> Be, having been stabbed in the head before <laughs> with a rotisserie spoon, I knew these things. No. <laughs> I did cry when you ate all my M and M's. Remember? Yes. We were first married? Well, I found Because I had a little stash. Yeah. Okay, so I asked Brother Capel if he wanted any, like, candy or cookies from the, the grocery store. He said no. So I get those little M&Ms with peanuts, okay? You know. I love them. For that time. And I hid them because he always finds them and eats them. And, I, and this is what I really need. Well, he found them. And he ate the whole bag. So when I needed it, it wasn't there. And when he said he ate it all, I just started crying. <laughs> <laughs> but I had already ran out of the house. It was in the front yard when she started crying. So she didn't have time to um No, he just me. had that look like, huh? Huh? Well, they were oh there God. in the crisper. 
You thought you were hidden? No, but- they were in my my sock drawer. <laughs> they were even in the <laughs> I, I can smell the chocolate. <laughs> I guess you can. <laughs> True story, folks. Oh. I'm a crier. <laughs> I'm a chocolate eater. Uh, okay. Well, just say goodnight. Earth is in crisis. It is in crisis. You know, it's in crisis, so... I'm still thinking about Timothy and Michelle. I love that. You I, mean, I would like to know what kind of donuts she likes. Oh, she by the picture, the look of the picture. I'm thinking she likes those um, sprinkled ones, the, the sprinkled multicolored ones? sprinkled ones. Oh, she the looks, rainbow kind. Yeah, she looks you know, like something she would like that. She looks like something she would probably dip that in her beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's Along, nasty. Well, she would probably only dip it in her beer after she had lunch of a squirrel sandwich or something. <laughs> <laughs> Another reason you can't fix stupid, you don't send human DNA into space to be reconstructed. That's right. Okay. Peter says that ain't going to happen. There's nowhere in Peter that says, then after the elements burn with fervent heat and it's all over, blah, 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 then humans will be reconstructed by little green men from Mars. Because of the eye cloud. Or the cloud. Because the the cloud, information yeah. in the cloud. No, mm-hmm. no. He said everything's going to be burned. Yeah. Everything. Even the tweets. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Tweets, you know? Even Kardashian pictures. Exactly. Even Hillary's emails. That's what could have happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a good defense. I, I did not delete these emails. I, I, I did not. <laughs> I did not have sex. I mean, I did not delete these emails from these servers. I shot him into space. See, you can really well with Clinton and with Obama. I do. I, I do not have sex with this woman, <laughs> Hillary Clinton. Be interesting with I mean, the next Monica president. How well you do with the oh, next Trump? president? Yeah. I, oh, I'm voting for Trump, but not. I'm voting for Trump Junior. <laughs> yeah, so Trump it'll be a while before yeah. you go to the vote. Yeah, eight years from now, <laughs> Trump Junior is the guy. <laughs> I'm convinced he's the Antichrist. Not Trump, but Trump Jr. is the Antichrist. I'm convinced. He, he, was a, he gave a great speech. Everybody loved him. Three years of peace, and then bam, it's all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trump Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Mark my words, folks. Eight years from now. We like to call him TJ. TJ. I know. I know. All right. Um, enough silliness. Say. Ciao, baby. Ciao, baby.